always always have accountability. You know what I mean? If it's something that somewhere you want to be or something you want to do and you just can't get over that hump, don't blame the people. Don't blame no don't blame nobody but you. You do what you got to do personally to get over that hump because at the end of the day nobody can really stop you. Yo, what's good? What it do, man? Y'all already know it's City of Savages, and uh, it's your boy Greg, man. As always, your boy Cam here on the mic. Yeah, man, and again, it's City of Savages, you know, where we uh, interview uh, everyone from uh, from the hustlers to the grinders, everyone that's doing their thing, um, you know, could have a, you know, a nine to five, but on the same on the same sort after that nine to five, but before that nine to five, you know, they're doing their thing, they're hustling, they're grinding. Um, working on their art, their craft, whatever it may be. Well, we got a special, special guest with us today, man. Go by the name of Skip. Skip, what it do, man? What's good with it, fellas, man? Right on for having me on the City of Savages podcast. Absolutely, man. Appreciate you for coming, man. Yes, sir. Definitely appreciate you being here. It's going to be a pleasure. I'm ready for this one. Let's get it. Yo, so check it, man. I'm um, going to let you, you know, um, tell everyone, uh, tell all the listeners everything a little bit about yourself. But before we do that, we always have to introduce our guests, right, man? It's it's always a pleasure to have you on. Uh, we, you know, um, like to make sure we do it the right way. So uh, Indianapolis rapper Skip has uh, built a reputation as the voice of reason in the streets with his brand of sophisticated street music, shining a light onto the underground uh, with witty bars of wisdom, cautionary narratives. And Skip's music is a blend of cerebral boom bap with um, trap, uh, trap prophecies and uh, braggadocious flows over modern productions. Uh, so following a top 15 charting release on iTunes in uh, 2024's project, Mr. Ghetto Rogers, um, uh, Ghetto Mr. Rogers, excuse me, Skip's latest album drop, King of Indiana, is an empowering collection of storytelling, metaphors, and melody. So man, we uh, we always love having dope artists on, man. So uh, uh, hey man, take it away, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself. We always like to start with a with a uh, you know origin story a little bit, so tell us about where you from, man, and how you got into music. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I go by the name of Skip. You know that's spelled S K Y P P. Born and raised in Indianapolis, Indiana, man. Uh, I think the first time I ever wrote wrote a, a word or a lyric that even hinted at at hip hop was a uh, probably seventh grade. You know what I mean? Middle school, mm -hmm. seventh grade. Uh, I didn't I didn't actually rap a, a rap out loud until like my freshman year of high school. Once I did that, you know what I mean? Everything, like the feedback was amazing. Everything just took off. And uh, honestly, my first project was released in 2006. So it's just been like a roller coaster. That was that 15 years now. Wow. You know what I mean? I started real young, 14 years old. And, you know, it's, it's just been a roller coaster, fam. Just like crazy progress, like stuff I never imagined as a kid growing up in the hood. You know, I, I've been able to accomplish you know what I mean? So it's it's been a it's been a blessing, bro. And uh, I'm just grateful for all my supporters, man. I'm grateful for my God-given talent. Grateful for my grind and my drive. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's a little bit about me, man. Uh, it's, it's been a long time coming. We got a long way to go. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And I'm excited for the for the journey. That's what's up, man. Word that's up. what's up. Word up. Yeah. So you so you've been rapping? You said since 2006. Yeah. First time yeah. I rapped to rap out loud. And that, and that was the first year I released the project. It was a mixtape called uh, They Sleeping On Us, me and my buddy Woogie. We had a, a rap group called Wise Click that lasted okay. from like 2006 to about probably 2010. And, okay. Uh, and I've been solo. I've been solo since 2010. Gotcha, gotcha. How was, how was that being, how was that transitioning from, you know, kind of, you know, being with, uh, having a, um, you know, somebody you was rapping with versus now, you know, going solo. How was that transition like? Yeah, well, I mean, even as a rap group, I released a solo project in 2009. And that, that's always been me. Like, and, and, and what made me do that was because, uh, you know, back in 2006, around that time, that's where Punchlines was really popular. Yeah. You know, rap about right, killing right. Cassidy, you know what I mean? Uh, oh, yeah. JR Ryder, the East Coast. The bars was like really, really a thing back then. So that's what we right. did at rap group, you know, just a bunch of kids rapping about a bunch of nonsense, but just just real bar heavy. Right. Um, yeah. And I'm yeah. telling my guy, I'm, I'm like, bro, uh, 
I'm like, this is dope. You know what I mean? I really, I really like doing this, but I want to get into more of like a soulful. I want to talk about my life. You know what I mean? Like I go, I go through right. a lot of stuff. I want to talk about this stuff. And he wasn't on board with that. So that's mm-hmm. what led me to uh, dropping a solo project in 2009. And then 2010, we actually separated. And that's why I really got to, you know, grow into who I wanted to be as an artist. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. And a little more positivity into my brand, period. Um, and, and that's what really like birthed the whole solo. And honestly, it, it works for me. You know what I mean? Like, I love being a solo artist. You know, being in a group was, was nice. It was cool and it was fun, man. But I get to really like thrive as a solo artist, in my opinion. Mm. Makes okay. sense, man. That's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense, man. I can I can definitely see that. So uh, y'all had a, essentially y'all had a differences uh, on direction, you know, kind of where y'all wanted to go. Now, so you're, you're, um, you do sophisticated street rap. Right. (laughs) So tell us about how did that just birth from, you know, you said you want to just kind of talk about your struggles. Can you tell us, can you dive a little bit deeper into that? You know, what, what was it you like to talk about, um, you know, your past, your, your growth, or, you know, what is it about? You know, you talk a lot about positive, a a lot about positivity and things like that. Can you dive deeper into that? Yeah. Yeah. Initially, uh, when I first, you know, told him about that, I was still a kid. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to talk about the struggle. You know what I mean? We had a real, real, real rough upbringing financially mm-hmm. and, and even emotionally. You know what I mean? Like in my household, it wasn't too much communication. You know what I mean? It was yeah. either a pat on the back or a pat on the ass. Excuse mm-hmm. my language. So we didn't do too much talking. You know what I mean? And I wanted to talk. I never got to talk. So I wanted to talk. So, yeah. you know, back then I talked about the struggle, the financial struggle, watching my uncle be an alcoholic, watching my mama be, a, you know, I ain't gonna call her alcoholic, but just real heavy on the, on the drinking. And, uh, you know, that really ran in my family like crazy, just all kind of stuff I went through. I wanted to talk about that. But as I grew into a man and I jumped into the streets, that was a whole different dynamic. You know, what I mean, that a lot of people will get on these songs and they'll, and they'll really brag and boast about the streets. And I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I may get caught up in that sometimes, too. But I always try to balance it out with some kind of yeah. you know, logic. You know, what yeah, I mean, right. like, yeah, right. Yeah. Sometimes you feel like um, you, you're forced to do certain things, man. But. At the same time, you ain't got to promote that ignorance. Absolutely. You ain't got to do that. Right. But you, but you can share the experience, you know what I mean? Give both mm-hmm. sides of the story. So Absolutely. that's what it kind of turned into as I grew into a man, you know what I mean? Talking about this stuff because people want to hear about your journey. They want to hear about what you had to do and what you want to do and what you did and all this extra stuff. So I try yeah. to incorporate that, but I always try to give a lesson or some kind of positivity in the midst of that. Okay. That's what's up. That's yeah, what's up. That's- yeah, I'm I'm feeling that, especially you know when you talk about you talk about ballads. You know, I feel like you know a lot of artists out there can just be, you know, uh, one dimensional, only talking about one thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, and being able to you know have some music out there that everyone can relate to. You know what I'm saying? I think is is important. So, or at least you know somewhat relate to. So, I think that's that's good, man. It's, um, that balance. So, yeah, it's man. crazy because um, uh, I, I had an interview yesterday and uh it kind of hit me, you know, like as far as the balance thing in 2013, I stopped cussing in my reps. You know what I mean? In in 2013 was the first year I jumped in the streets and that was my, my reasoning with myself. Like, okay, well, if I'm going to start doing this in the streets, then I'm going to stop cussing in my music because I can't be in the streets and having negative music. Like it got to be a balance. And then I jumped out the streets like 2019, somewhere around there. And that's when I started cussing in my music again, because now I'm like, all right, well, I'm out the streets. So now I can go back to this. You know what I mean? It just got, <laughs> but it got to be a balance. You know what I, mean? yeah, I, can't, yeah. I can't be negative on both ends. Oh, and, yeah. and not to say people who curse in their music are negative. I'm not trying to say that at all. But just for me personally, like yeah, I just yeah. got to, I got to have that, that, val- that self-validation where it's like, hey, well, you trying, you know what I mean? You, you trying to, to be who you, who, what you promote. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah, for sure, man. No, nah, that's dope. And it, you know, and the fact that you can that you can make that decision, you can turn it off and on. That's that's absolutely dope, man. Cause you know, I don't think a lot of artists could probably do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, <laughs> so, I've always been strong minded. I ain't never smoked in my life. Um hmm. I, I, I the first time I ever drank was I, I was like maybe twenty two. You know what wow. I mean? And even to this day I can probably I can probably count on two hands how many times I've drank. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So always been strong-minded never been a you know a follower type of guy yeah so yeah. i'm proud of that too man 
That's good. That's good. That's that's gonna suit you well in your uh in your profession for sure. So tell us uh I wanna go into, you know, we we fast forward, we talked a little bit about your past, um, but let's go let's fast forward, you know, to twenty twenty. You dropped your project, um, the ghetto Mr. Rogers, and that that ended up charting. And that's your that's your first, you know, big project that that's actually charting, right? So how was that? Yeah. How was that experience, man? And, and you know, tell us tell us the feelings and, and you know what was it you think that made that one that one hit? You know, outside of the other projects that you put on. Yeah, my my first time uh, charting was, I think the 2019 album "You for You." I was okay. in the top 40, but the Ghetto Mr. Rogers hit the top 15. Yeah, and uh, I mean the top 40 had me blown away you know what i mean because it was very unexpected we just got on our distribution site and it just said you for you has charted on the itunes charts and i'm just like what because i yeah. released like four four albums on that distribution site and mm-hmm. i had never saw that so when it hit me i'm like okay well what's itunes because all we know is apple music you know what i mean and all these streaming sites but nobody ever promotes itunes store right Amazon, Bandcamp, right. nobody nobody promotes that right. so when i realized i because I, I initially thought I charted on Apple Music, but then when I realized it was iTunes, I started promoting it. Mm. That's when I'm top 40. So once my fans realized, like, okay, this is the campaign we're going with, we buying Skip's music, then the ghetto Mr. Rogers came around. So the branding behind that was perfect. The marketing was perfect because it's a gimmick. You know what I mean? The ghetto yeah. Mr. Rogers. People are familiar with Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Yeah. And I dressed right. it up to where, you know what I mean? I had, a, I had the cardigan on and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And that whole, they bought that whole thing, you know what I mean? Like top 15, I think we peaked at number number 12 or 13 on iTunes charts. And when I saw that, I'm like, okay, well, next time, next album, we got to hit the top five. You know what I mean? I, I was just yeah. on the cloud, you know what I mean? Like, and, yeah, uh, for sure. and what really drove me with that is because I wasn't told, I wanted to hit the Billboard charts, but I wasn't told that you had to register your album with SoundScan for those sales to count towards billboard mm. so that was my biggest thing with this new album i'm like okay well if we're gonna be hitting the top 10 top 15 we got to make sure this count for something i don't, right. don't want to just be on right, the right. chart on the billboard and we did that on this one but i think we did it wrong i think we didn't give ourselves enough time for them to register the album uh through sound scan because it takes like two to three weeks and okay. we, we was just last minute you know what i mean so learning yeah. process you know you live and you learn trial and error right uh, yeah, it was a dope feeling to answer your question, just to see my my name up there with so many heavy hitters, man. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm looking down yeah. the list like, OK, is this is this normal for independent artists to be up here with these guys? And I was yeah. the only independent artist up there. You know mm. what I mean? So, man, I felt amazing, man. No lie. That's dope. Yo, That's dope. Well, c- and congrats on that success, man. You know, absolutely. What I'm congrats. Congrats. And I'm sure that's I'm sure that's translating, you know, uh, monetarily too since itunes they they actually that's that's people actually buying the album right so like yeah so you're not you're not getting the streaming dollars you're getting the actual purchases that's right dope. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a big difference bro a super big difference yeah oh yeah definitely definitely so and i i know i know this new album it looked like it's doing pretty well too um you know i checked it out on on uh, apple music um yeah. but i see i see you i see a lot of I don't really know what the stars mean. Usually when I see the stars next to the songs, I think that means a lot of people listening to it. <laughs> and I see you got several yeah, tracks yeah. with, with the stars. I think, so, yeah, I think yeah. it's the most popular songs from the album. But yeah. I, don't, I don't got Apple Music, but that's what I assume it is, you know, just the most okay. streamed songs from that yeah. album. Absolutely. That's what's up, man. Yeah, my uh, my favorite track on that one is Cilantro. Man, I'm hearing yeah. that a lot, man. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I got to get a video going for that. My yeah, guy, yeah. my guy who's on the song with me, he lives out of town. So I'm gonna have to try to get him in the city so we can do that, man. Cause I'm yeah, hearing yeah. a lot about that song. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You gotta drop that video because yeah, that song, yeah. hey, that, that joint ride, man. That's that's my favorite from the album. Um, appreciate it, man. You took you took mine, bro. I was gonna I, that's the one I've been right that's the one I've been rocking with since I since I first listened, and I was just like, yo, this this is smooth. So yeah, yeah. Let, please let us know when you drop that when you drop that video. Oh yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll um, go check that out. What 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 brought about the concept, man? As far as you know, King of Indiana and 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 this latest drop, man. Like, you know, because I mean, I'm feeling that, man. Like I, um, you know, and I I appreciate you know the um the different like 
the cover that you had over like you know what I'm saying just putting your city on the map like i i just you know appreciate you know repping where you're from so what what brought about that whole concept is it kind of you know that type of thing like putting your city on your back or something like that or yeah and and, and trying to recreate the the image and the and the, the, the people's thoughts of indiana mm-hmm. so like you ask a random person like when you when you hear indiana what comes to mind like most people are gonna gotcha. say racism kkk like just yeah. all this stuff that we're known for you know, besides the Pacers and the Colts, you know what I mean? Right, but yeah, right. So much here, bro. Like, we're the 13th biggest city in the United States. So mm. much here that, I know that that nobody knows about. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't done so much stuff. There's so many people from here who went to Michael Jackson, Mike Epps, Babyface. You know what I mean? So many icons. Mm. But they don't right. put Indiana on the forefront. They don't right. show that side of Indiana. So That's so this, true. Yeah, yeah, bro. So this is me, so like. True. Okay, well, you know, Freddie Gibbs is from Indiana. And if you ask him if he's from Indiana, he's going to say no. You know what I mean? I'm not from Indiana. I'm from Gary. You know what I mean? Just like some some, some political stuff going on in Gary. But nobody wants to be from Indiana. So I'm trying to make it cool because it's so much here to be be proud of. You know what I mean? So me knowing I I chart on the iTunes charts, I'm like, okay, well, this time around, instead of doing a gimmick like the ghetto Mr. Rogers, let's put Indiana on the charts. You know what I mean? And let's burn yeah. a Confederate flag on the front so we, so they can get the message because right. when you think of Indiana, you think of all this, but I'm 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 trying to show you a new Indiana. We burning the flag on the front of an Indiana cover. Yeah. You know what I mean? Respect. So y'all can see that we stand for something else in this in this state, especially in our city. You know what I mean? So that's really the meaning behind the album, just trying to say that black is king of Indiana now. You know what I mean? Regardless of what you may have learned throughout history, like this yeah. is a new Indiana. That's yeah, that's dope. You know, um, I appreciate you explaining that because I when I looked at your um, you know, when I first looked at the album, I saw the cover. First, I was like, oh, that's, this cover is dope. And I can tell you really, you really uh thought about the whole concept of the album from the cover to the skits, you know, yeah. and, the, and the raps. Like you really it seemed it looked like it, it feels like you, you know, you really thought about you know the concept of what you wanted to put out, and that's that shows some great right. artistry, man. That's that's super dope. Right. Right, right, right on. Yeah, man. So, um, how how did the how did the skits come about? You know, you your uh, your interludes because yeah. you got <laughs> you got a couple of things going on there. So, kind of kind of break that down for us. So initially, uh, the intro was always there, but that was the only the only part of the skits that you heard. That's the only one that actually existed. Like okay. we were just going to keep that as the intro and then put a bunch of random skits. I think we had a radio skit. We had all kind of random skits, bro, that didn't even, they didn't make sense as far as the storyline. So right. I told my guy, yeah. I'm like, we should turn this into like a visual album, bro. We should mm-hmm. we should start with that skit and we should build a story after that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we should talk about, you know, what it's like to be black in Indiana. Like we put this, we put this mystical story together where it don't seem realistic because you got people talking like they're on the Game of Thrones and it's right. horses and cars. Like it's so... It's so fictional, but it's telling a real story. We just tried to make it entertaining. Yeah. You know what I mean? So right. it, it, we really out here trying to take Indiana over, and we really seeing a lot of backlash over it. That's, that's what yeah. it's really about. Give me the crown. It's our state now. We're going to recreate it, yada, yada. Now here they come attacking us on social media. Like, it's really happening. We stand in our ground, and at the end of the day, you know what I mean? It is what it is. Like, this is what we're doing, whether you like it or not. So... You know what I mean? The skits really, they just tell that story basically, but just in a more animated way. And I love how they came out. I think we did a great job with the skits. And it's, it's personally my favorite part of the album. Yeah. I'm just that, I like theatrical stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I like the, I like the theatrics of it, man. And, um, you know, and initially listening to it, it kind of, it kind of throw you off at, at first. Cause like you say, you, you got the people talking like game of Thrones and everything. But then as you listen to the storyline, it started to make sense. You're like, okay, this is, right. this is dope. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Man. So I, up, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I definitely like that, man. I like the whole concept of it. So, um, is this your, as far as all the projects you drive, I see you've been dropping stuff and just on, I'm just looking at Apple music. Um, but I know you got multiple projects, like four or five since 2015. Right. So like, what's yeah. your, what's your favorite project that you dropped so far? Is it this new project or you have another one that you, that you would say is your favorite? Yeah. And artists' favorite album is always going to be their latest album. Mm. But if I had to like stop being biased and just really 
pick one, I'll probably pick You For You. Um, okay. I just, I just love the message of the album overall. It's basically just, just about being being yourself and loving you for you. You know what okay. I mean? That's what the whole album is about, is Black empowerment, self-love, like, throughout the entire album. You yeah. know what I mean? So that that would have to be the one that I'd pick if I was just, like, speaking from a fan point of a fan point of myself. Okay. All right. That's what's up, man. I like that. Good deal. Now, uh, I had to go back and check that one out. I hadn't listened to that one yet. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to throw that one out there. One that charted. Um, yeah, first one that charted on iTunes. Okay. Good, good. That's what's up. All right. So, outside of that, you know, as far as, you know, you started back in 2006. You said you were, what, 14 when you started. Who who was your biggest influence? What got you into you know, music. What, what, who did you look at and say, "I, I want to do this, man. I can do this thing." I listen to a lot of people, but my number one person of all time is, has always been Tupac. Like, right? just to see how he can go from activist to thug to ladies' man. Like, he he fit all those hats, bro. Like, I just loved his versatility. I love his transparency, his honesty, and his soulfulness. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. that's one thing my favorite artists they all have in common is that soulfulness. You know what I mean? So Pac just really did it for me, man, as a kid. To hear Dear Mama, to hear Changes as a kid, you know what I mean? Like, it just did so much for me, bro. And I really adored him as an artist. You know what I mean? Nowadays, some of my favorite artists is like Janelle Monet, um, mm. J. Cole, Nipsey Hussle was my number one, like R.I.P. to him. Okay. Uh, yeah. Buddy. Buddy is something. Uh, yep. Man, you know what I mean? Like, it's... I got. I got a few others, but Pimp C, you know what I mean? Like just people who are really comfortable with themselves yeah. and, and and stand on it and just don't give a don't give a care what nobody think. Like I love those type of artists, man. Straight up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's that's what's up, man. Like rest uh rest in peace to Pimp C. Yeah. Rest yeah. in peace to to Nips. Yeah. Um rest in man, rest in peace to Pac, man. Um uh Pop. Pac is definitely my favorite. I think um uh I was I was at one point I was gonna was gonna ask you probably if uh if Pac or Biggie, uh who was your favorite. So I think you already answered that. Um <laughs> but it's it's crazy. Uh, also rest in rest in peace to uh rest in peace to um we just lost a legend, man. Um Shock G, man. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Shock yeah, G RP. Shock G and Digi- yeah. yeah, and Digital Underground uh actually kind of dis- in a way discovered Tupac, man. I won't say they discovered him all the way, but they definitely kind of like help bring him into it. Um, but yeah, one thing that he said that kind of, re- you know, yeah, that relates to what you were just talking about, um, Skip, was uh, just his activism. I think he was talking about the way he delivers his rhymes was kind of in a, a Martin Luther King type of way, but then he can like really just kind of relate to, you know, relate to you, you know what I'm saying, on some thug level type stuff. Like he, he was just so versatile, you know what I'm saying? But he was also, he was also a poet. But you yeah. know, just uh, just the way he spit, man. But um, you know, Shock G, he did an interview. And he was just talking about how Pac was so revolutionary. But I think that you know, uh, Pac is so influential to a lot of artists today, including yourself, man. Who we, you can just see your your activism and you you speaking for your you know, saying your neighborhood, speaking for your city and the entire state of Indiana. You know what I'm saying? So I just think that I think that you know, just it's um. Shows how everything can come full circle, basically. You know what I'm saying? So straight up, and and, and I could say the same for DMX, man. Because uh, I ain't gonna lie, I, I was never like a big fan of DMX, and that's not because I didn't like his music. It was just because I didn't know anybody that listened to his music. You know what I mean? So I was never mm-hmm. exposed to it. But I did yeah. a show with DMX, and um, uh, I always heard about how he, you know, what I mean, was always praying before his shows and just speaking positivity into whoever was around. Yeah. It wasn't until I actually did a show with him here in Indianapolis and uh, I just walked out back, you know what I mean, just to get some fresh air. And he was back there and he had a crowd of people around him, just random people, right. people I knew personally, DJs, uh, maybe some artists who got backstage passes or whatever. And he just like straight preaching the word of God to everybody around. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah. oh, so, it's, you know what I mean? It, it ain't no facade. It ain't, it ain't no branding right. thing. They trying to do it him like he really is like this you know what i mean yeah right, so i'm back right. there like man this is amazing like i ain't never seen somebody so comfortable with themselves and not ashamed you know of what they believe in and what they do so r.i.p to him too just for being such a stand-up guy and honestly yeah. i mean I, i'm kind of ashamed to say it but i didn't even i didn't even really learn you know what i mean how 
some of the stuff I learned about him until after he passed, man. So, you know, I yeah. wish I hey, but you know what? I wish I would have been there to experience all that in real time, man. Yeah, yeah. Straight. Yeah, I was man, I was a huge yeah, I, DMS I was just fan saying, you know. growing up. Yeah, and I yeah. and and uh it's Go funny. Ahead, oh yeah, yeah. Now I was saying I, I was a huge DMX fan, man, and uh you know, I love his music, but always I always realized how authentic he was. I um DMX he spent a lot of time in South Carolina, actually. I don't know if a lot of people know that, but um, I think he had family down here or something like in Spartanburg area. Yeah, he did. He did. But um, so he would he would be in South Carolina a lot. And I would ask, I've seen DMX in the mall like multiple times, like just you know, as a teenager. And he was always cool. Like he wasn't, he was never like a lot of the other artists where, you know, some some people, um, some artists, they get kind of you know, they get, get popping and then they, they got look, a lot, they yeah. got an entourage around them. You can't get right, close right. to them, things like that. DMS, they have a big crowd around them and he he let everybody, it wasn't, they didn't have like people pushing, you know, off, you know, he just like, he, he embraced everybody. You know what I'm saying? He talked to people, yeah. he'd stop and talk to everybody. And like, he was just chilling. Like you tell he was like, as, as popular as he was, as famous as he was, he still like, he never lost his himself. It seemed like, you know what I mean? Um, so I always, yeah, I always appreciate it. I, I mean, I've met so many people that just got stories about DMX where they just like randomly saw DMX somewhere, like randomly yeah. ran into DMX and everybody talk about just like how, how like straight up he was, how cool he was, you know what I'm saying? Just to talk to, like he'll talk to anybody kind of thing. So yeah, definitely yeah. man, RIP to DMX. I know he's a big inspiration to everybody, man. Yeah. Sure. I was just going to say, I think, uh, you know, um, it's respectable, man, for you to say, you know, um, you, you know, you wasn't really, you know, in tune with certain things until you passed. And that that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's, it's okay for people to, 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 to acknowledge that because, you know, I listened to Nipsey, you know, some, I, I did, I really, I did listen to him a little bit, but I wasn't really into the, like the feel and the, the, the message of his music until he passed, man. So I can, yeah. I can honestly say that, you know what I mean? And, yeah. um, but once, once you're able to try kind of fully and truly understand, like I've always been a DMX fan, but you know, it's just, you know, it's kind of unfortunate, um, the way everything happened, man. But I just think it's, it's kind of so dope going back to what you said, Skip and Cam, like him being true to himself. It was crazy because he always been a believer. Like that's, that's always been him. And he's never been ashamed to like, you know, be himself, you know what I'm saying? Spit, spit certain lyrics that, you know, maybe church folk wouldn't deem appropriate, but he right. was still a, ve- he was still a vessel for God. Oh, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like it was, he was just a vessel. He was still being used by God, but he was just like, he wasn't what a typical, you know what I'm saying? Saint <laughs> would, would, you know what I'm saying? Somebody in, somebody in church would consider a typical saint. You know what I mean? And I just yeah. thought that that was always dope because he still reached, po- uh, excuse me, he still reached folks. He still reached the masses. You know what I'm saying? He brought people to God his own way. So yeah. absolutely. Right. That's what's up too, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think uh with him, with with X uh and Pop, you know, the things they have in common, I would even add TI to it. Um, the things that they all have in common is like they're um they're they're all kind of like street dudes, but they can also give you poetry, you know, they can also give you positivity they can also give you uh activism you know they give you so many things so they show you that um that we're all that we're complex that people are complex right so that was that was a dope thing about Pac. that's dope thing about x and then even ti you know who's still living with us but like they all they're complex people so they show you that you know look yeah i might have got it i might have been in jail i might got arrested i might have been in the streets but i can also give you these positive messages. I can also lead the march. I can also do X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's and some that, dope. That's what, and that's what sophisticated street music is all about. And exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's why I appreciate it so much, man. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. Speaking of which, man, that's a um, that's actually a really good segue. Um, as far as I know, we talked about Pac and maybe some of your previous influences and you know sophisticated street music. So with you know with your penmanship now and you know you i know you're a songwriter i know you're an artist i know you do you do all of that so who would you say out there currently that that we have with us today um is is you know possible inspiration or you know some influences for some music that you're writing today yeah my, my top three artists for the last couple of years have been nipsey j cole and uh and buddy i mm-hmm. mentioned them earlier but like yeah. 
as far as rappers, you know what I mean? Like, them are the three people who I just really, really adore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people be surprised when I say Buddy, and a lot of people don't even know who he is. But, like, when he dropped that album, that uh, his most recent album, bro, I was just, like, blown away. It had, like, this jazz right. hip-hop sound to it. And I'm just like, like, I can, man, I can get jiggy with this. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. don't hear that nowadays, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, besides your J. Coles and your Kendricks, I'm not a huge Kendrick fan, but, like, you don't hear it that much, you know what I mean? So Buddy really did that for me. And uh I mean here here recently, bro, like I ain't gonna lie, uh this boom bap sound I got on this new album, you know, Benny the Butcher really inspired that a lot because okay. I, I grew up hearing it, but I just thought it was gone, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But right, when I heard right. him, yeah, when I heard him doing it and being successful with it, I'm like, okay, well, I'm about to get back on that, you know what I mean? And then I realized it's been going on under on underground hip hop level. Yeah. You know what I mean, right. it may not be in the mainstream, but it, it never died like yeah. I thought it did. So I, I've been able to discover that it's a whole underground scene. You know what I mean? And that's really where I belong. You know, if you right. listen to some of my recent work before King of Indiana, like the ghetto Mr. Rogers had a lot of commercial sound and music on it. But that, I was just trying to do what I felt like I needed to do to be yeah. a successful artist. But now that, I, that, that I've discovered this underground hip hop scene, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm really growing into more of my myself you know what i mean right. and they're embracing me like crazy yeah it's definitely okay. a that's good stuff to, man to see all that going on so shout out to benny i ain't gonna act like i'm the biggest benny fan but you know what i mean it's definitely i definitely appreciate that that, that originality he brought you know what i mean yeah i just sure. i just started listening to benny and uh yeah he he's dope man i I wasn't, uh, I hadn't always been up on him, but, you know, I recently heard about him and I think I probably started listening to him. Not the, he just dropped like a joint album with somebody, but album before that, I can't think of the name of it. They just dropped like either, I think late last year. Um, I listened to that and that, that joint ride, man. So yeah, yeah, Benny's dope. Buddy, Buddy also, man, he's, um, he's an underrated artist. I yeah, think. Buddy's, Buddy's dope, man. Yeah, he, he really dope. A lot of people ain't heard of him, but yeah, he, he's definitely underrated, man. Yeah. Hey, actually, have you, you know, um, have you heard of Nick Grant? Nick Grant. I can't yeah. say that out there. Okay. He's a South, Carol- he, South Carolina artist. Yeah, he's a South Carolina artist, man. And uh, he, he's dope. You know, I think he, he kind of falls into – he he tried to make like a um, mainstream scene. I think he was starting to come up. And he was on some Cypher. He's like on a Cypher with BET at the BET Awards. Um, he was starting to come up. But I think he kind of went back underground. Uh, but he's super dope artist, man. If you get a chance, take a listen to Nick Grant. Um, you might appreciate his music. You know, I think y'all y'all have some similarities um, in, in y'all's artistry. Uh, but yeah, he he's very he, he's uh, he's very street conscious, conscious music. But he also hits you with some like crazy punchlines. So yeah, he, yeah, he's really dope. Yeah. I'm gonna check that out, Nick Grant for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna check yeah. that out. I, I may have heard him on them ciphers. I, I tuned into every BET cipher, so I probably did hear. It probably was okay. one of the dudes. It was a lot of independent artists. I heard and was like, "Oh, nice." Yeah, he might have been one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably, probably was, probably was. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any any particular one that that uh, stands out to you? What ciphers? Yeah, BET cipher. Man, the, the, everyone Eminem gets in, bro. Like, man, that dude is amazing, bro. <laughs> yeah. It, it was yeah. the point he was in, and, uh, and, and I, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I think that's how I really got into Buddy was a BT cipher. I mm. think I had heard Buddy okay. on the BT cipher, and I was like, let me go check out more of his stuff because like it was just his cadence and yeah. his, his originality and how he flows so original. And I was like, let me check out his music, and then I think that's when I became. I could be mistaken. If it wasn't Buddy, it was definitely somebody else. But it, I yeah. think it was. Okay. Can right, what about you, man? What about you, man? What comes what comes to mind when you think about the BET ciphers? Any particular uh, one stand out to you? Man, um, I don't even remember. Like they they've had a, a bunch of dope ones, man. I know I know uh, Nikki spazzed on one. Um, like Nick Nick Grants was dope, and a yeah. few other people had some dope ones. M Eminem's has been dope. And they're the ones that I think uh oh, he killed initially. he killed all his bro. Yeah, they're, they're the ones I think yeah, he killed, uh, initially. killed all his, bro. But I mean there, there's been some fire. I, um, those ciphers been fire, man. They they've had some a lot of dope artists have been killing those ciphers. Yeah, I think about the females that they had on. Shout out to all the female rappers. I feel like whenever they come on, they kill it. 
Yeah. So, you know, I just, I want to give, I want to give a shout out to all the head nuts, all the female rappers that come on there. Um, uh, but um, Kendrick always kill it. I feel like Eminem yeah. always kill it. Um, but uh, one that stands out to me was the good, good music cypher. I feel like um, mm. uh, it was right before, it was right before Big Sean blew up, man. And I remember just hearing, um, I was hearing his cadence and I was like, wow, that's crazy. Cy High went crazy yeah. on that cypher, man. And I was like, man you know what i mean so i it was like it was a few it was a few people good uh it was a few people that was for good music that you really didn't hear i yeah. mean obviously you knew about kanye you knew about you know um uh you knew about um push the t what's the guys kid kid cut it yeah, yeah push the t but it was some other it was some other guys that was up and coming that you didn't know of and that one always yeah. stands out to me man they had the they had the black suits on too i don't know if y'all remember that Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They had, uh, when Big Mensa was in, because Big Mensa was in. I, yeah, 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 I think so. And they had yeah. the they had the black suits on. I was like, okay, this is cold, but it was just it was just different for me. So, yeah, but anyway, man. Um, yeah. go ahead, Ken. No, I was gonna say, man. So, Skip, we you know we like to kind of get into uh, into like the the business of of the art too. So, you know, I'm I'm curious about your your team. Tell us a little bit about you know um, the people around you, how you how you kind of built that and 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 the business of what you do. Man, the crazy part is I'm I'm basically for the most part a one man team, bro. Uh, man, I hired a PR agent for the first time uh, at the end of end of February, so she kind of new to the skip journey. You know, uh, okay. she's been around for about about fifty some days now, about a month and a half. So. Okay. Uh, other than that, bro, I mean, I had a manager. I had a manager for, I think, six or seven years. Um, we've been separated for about a little over a year now. Um, this is basically a one-man show. I do my marketing. I do my promotions. I, I, I do my registering, my music, copyright. Like, I do everything, fam, myself. Oh, uh, shout out to my producers. I work with a lot of producers, uh, Soul Cinematic, Zero to Composer. And most recently, uh, on these last two albums, I've been working with Shiny D and Jason Bain. Uh, okay. All of them from it, and I think Jason Bain is from South Carolina, actually. Um, okay. His family, his, his dad's side of his family is from South Carolina, but uh, Shiny D, Zero the Composer, and So Cinematic from Indianapolis. Um, yeah, man. But other than that, you know, what I mean, outside of the creative, you know, if we if we talking business, you know, it's mainly me, bro, and, and my and yeah. my consultant Shadow Cat. Uh, he helps me whenever I call him and ask for some help. Okay. You know what I mean, but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's that's, that's dope, man. Um, I know that keeps you busy though. What's how's oh, yeah. that, you know, what's the challenges like, man, as far as you know, being independent and kind of, you know, being able to handle everything, you know, majority of things, you know, on your own, as well as I'm sure, you know, you're doing, you know, multiple other, you know, uh business ventures and things like that. What's that what's the challenges like for that? Man, it's so many challenges and it gets real frustrating sometimes, you know, because uh I want a team, you know what I mean, but not everybody is, is willing to to jump into your uh your, your corner for for little to nothing. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. And, and, and right. it's very understandable. You know what I mean? It's very understandable not to want to give your time away for nothing. Yeah. But, but um, one day I will be able to you know hire hire a, an effective and a, and a experienced team to help push me to the next level because I always felt like that's what I was missing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's dope to be able to learn the business by, and, and be able to do everything by yourself. But it's people who can do it better than you. People yeah, who can do who right. can do it more effectively than you, and that's something I'm looking forward to having. You know, what I mean, I would I would love to be getting my music licensed and sync through these movies, video yeah. game. You know, what I mean, like gotcha. that's the kind of stuff yeah. I need. But it takes right. it takes money to to get to that that point. You know, what I mean, and uh, that's, that's that's definitely one of my biggest goals is to be able to build a, a team, man. Because it's yeah, frustrating. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, man. And uh, but you know, I think you I think you you starting right like your PR, hopefully, yeah. hopefully she's doing a good job for you. I think it, from, from what I've seen, it seems like she's doing all right. From what I've heard, you know, you talk she about, so she, get, she getting you some interviews. So that's a good thing, right? She's getting you out there. You got me here, right here on this interview. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and here's the thing, you know, once, once more people, uh, you know, learn about you and they know about you, they hear the great, you know, your, your music and the great things you're doing, man. Somebody, you know, somebody's going to, more people going to want to hop on that journey and help you reach that next level, man. So, you know, best of luck with that. But, you know, I think once you get that, a good manager that can really push you to that next level, man, it's going to be sky's the limit for you, bro. Thanks. For sure, man. I appreciate it too, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree, man. I, I always felt like, 
all I needed was was the person's ear, man. Uh, once yeah. I do that, I, I capture the heart. You know what I mean? Like it, it just takes for the right person to hear it, and, and that's one of the hardest things because it's so oversaturated. The music yeah. industry is so oversaturated with rappers, rappers, yeah. and a lot of rappers got talent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so everybody's trying to get somebody to listen to them. So you know what I mean? It's a struggle, but um, yeah. like I said, with the right people, man, it, it really becomes a piece of cake. You know what I mean? Like for instance, if Drake posts a snippet of your song, you're on. Yep. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's it. That's all you need. Yep. That one. Right. That right. one. You know what I mean? That one validation from one person. It's really that simple. You know what I mean? But the hard part comes in getting that validation or yeah. getting that right. TV notice of you. Yeah, so oh yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I'm that's what I'm working on, you know, whether it be a blog site, whether it be a vibe, a vibe magazine through my PR, whether yeah. it be some kind of social media shout out. You know what I mean, I got Ron Fest on the album like that's that's somebody who really believed in me. And he did that on the love. He didn't ask for nothing. He was that's just a fan right. of what I was doing and he wanted to that's be a part. Of it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's possible. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, that's dope, man. Yeah, man, that's good stuff. So, um, what's your, you know, what, what's next for you? What you got going next? King of Indiana side B has been done for a while. Actually. I'm just waiting for the momentum okay. to slow side A. Um, and I'm gonna just drop that. I'll probably announce that on a Wednesday and drop it on the Friday right after okay. <laughs> just to, <laughs> people ain't going to be expecting it. You know what I mean? But yeah. uh, that, that, that was done. Side A was done. So, that's ready to okay. go. I've been dropping videos. I just uh, recently dropped a video with, with Rhyme Fest, the Fix Your Crown video. Mm -hmm. um, I'm working on a couple more videos right now. Um, yeah, I'm trying to get on this tour, man. I ain't really spoke much about it to nobody, but it, it's a really, 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 really dope tour that I'm in talks uh, with, with, with the person's booking agent, you know, okay. uh, trying to get on that tour. So the grind mm. never stops, bro. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. I, could, I could be... Yeah, you know what I mean? It's always something coming. You know what I mean? So Will you be uh I'm just like I said, I'm just for the journey. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. Um, just like you say, the grind never stops. Will you be down this way? Uh for your um, tour? Yeah, actually it starts. I think the first day is in Atlanta. Okay. The very first tour date is in Atlanta. I didn't really look at every city after that, but it's a twenty two date tour. And um, okay. it starts down in the in, in the south. So yeah. I'm hundred percent sure that he's coming to one of the Carolinas. I think I saw that. Came in okay. which one. But yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. yeah. Cool. Definitely, definitely. Probably probably going through I wouldn't be surprised they went through Charlotte. But I think, you know, Columbia is a, a is a spot for that a lot of uh, artists come through a tour too. So yeah. a, lot yeah, of a lot of people come through um Raleigh Durham and Greensboro too. Yeah, so. yeah. That's true. That's true. Where'd you say you was again, Greg? I'm in Charlotte, man. Charlotte, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Charlotte. South Carolina. Uh, yeah. But okay. um both yeah. of us, man. Uh, both of us originally um South Carolina boys, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure I saw I saw Charlotte, North Carolina on that on that list. Okay. That's what's I mean, up. So, well we, we just gotta get connected on social media. So if when when I if and when this, you know, if and when I become the open act for this tour, I can just reach out to y'all. You know, yeah, I probably free tickets. Hey, no doubt, man. No, okay, yeah, bet. No yeah, doubt, man. yeah, yeah. We'll definitely we'll we'll definitely get connected on social, man. And uh and I know we'll get connected on the ground. What what uh what site is is popping for you right now? What you on right now? Is it IG TikTok? Them, what you doing? All of them, bro. Okay. Uh, you really I mean if you just go to my site officialskip.com, like at the bottom of the page is all my social media, Instagram and Twitter skypp317, Facebook is skypp, TikTok skypp317. Like, you know what I mean? Like, everywhere. YouTube channel, subscribe, check out the videos. Okay. Man, I'm everywhere, bro. I'm everywhere. Absolutely. Yeah, I saw that, man. I checked out the um the website um earlier today, man. And I saw you had um you had everything set up, man. So I thought that was dope too. Uh sure. to Cam's point earlier, man. Um yourself and your PR person, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Y'all doing the thing right now. So just keep just keep doing that. You know what I mean? Um, and we're gonna make sure we uh get all of that info. Um, you know, after the interview is dropped and, you know, we're going to promote and, you know, um, to the fullest and um, the best way we can, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure. One thing I do want to uh, want to say, man, is um, what uh, what advice, you know, can you give for, you know, an up and coming artist maybe that that's looking to come in and and get into the music industry? What what has been something that you've learned, perhaps that someone out there may not know that that has been into into the grind, into the. Uh, into the real nitty gritty um, thus far. Yeah, my biggest piece of advice always, and I always say it, 
is not to lead with emotion, man. Not to think with emotion, not to make decisions with emotion, period, personal or business. Like always be logical, always, always have accountability. You know what I mean? If it's something that somewhere you want to be or something you want to do and you just can't get over that hump, don't blame the people. Don't blame. No, don't blame nobody but you. You do what you got to do personally to get over that hump, because at the end of the day, nobody can really stop you. But you got to get out of that mentality that people are against you and that people are blackballing you because there's billions of people in this in this world. Trillions, probably. You know, what I mean, it's more right. than enough people for you to build what you're trying to build. You just got to find a way to do that. You know, what I mean, and yep. as a young artist, I, I struggled with that when I was like 18, 17. Yeah. I always felt like, you know, and I had a lot to be grateful for, but I wanted more. And I felt like people were trying to stop me from getting there. But over time, I realized, like, nobody can stop me. It's all about the grind. Right. You know what I mean? So right. I turn my grind up. So mm. that's what you got to do. Yeah. You're dropping jams. You're dropping jams right now, bro. That's a big bar. <laughs> I big appreciate bar. it. <laughs> dropping bro. jams. Yeah. That's, that's good, good stuff, man. man. Yeah, man. So um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna get into this next segment. But but before we do, Skip, you know, one thing that that we pride ourselves on and we always like to do here at the City of Savages is man, we want to give you your flowers while you're here. You know, we talked about uh, you know, X and Nip, you know, I got Nip back here. Um, yeah. and all these, these artists is gone, man. But, you know, we want to give you your flowers while you're still here, bro. So, you know, I just right want to, yeah, right now. So, you know, I just want to commend you for, uh, you know, first off, man, the grind. Uh, so, you, you know, you've been doing this since, since you was 14 and, you know, even, you know, you, you, you haven't stopped, bro. So it's like, you know, some artists, if they don't hit that, that pinnacle of success right away, you know, where they want to be at, they like, man, F this and ain't working and they give it up. But you've been going, man. You've going and, and I think you've 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 seen benefits because of that, because of that grind and right. because you keep right. going, man. And that, and that also too, that serves as an inspiration for others, man. So you know, I want to commend you for inspiring others, bro. And then and just and continuing to um, expand your art and and try different things and get better, bro. So man, yeah. we just want to give you your flowers while you're here dog. Facts. I appreciate that, y'all. Right on. Absolutely, man. No doubt. So, so our next segment, uh, we we like to do it. All of our guests, we call it the Fab Five. So the it's, it's like a lightning round. It's five questions um, okay. that are fun. It's gonna get a you know just quick things get a uh, get to know you a little bit better. So I'll let Greg start off with the first question. All right, man. So yeah, real quick, Fab Five. What's the last song you listened to? That's tough. I know you. you... <laughs> That's tough, I, listen, I haven't listened to no music at all today, so it, it would have to be from yesterday. I think. Okay. I think it was. I think it was King of Indiana. I think it was um. Fix your crown. Okay. Because okay. I was bumping the album on the way to my little brother's basketball game, and then on the way out, I had an interview, so I didn't listen to music. I ain't heard no music all, at all. So I think it was my own music. Fix okay. your crown featuring Ron Fest. I like it, man. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you say you ain't listening to music today. You've been listening to something else, but you, you got nah, podcast playing. That's our anniversary, so, oh. so we've just been kicking it, you know gotcha. what I mean? Ain't turn no music on, just enjoying each other's company. Gotcha, gotcha. Work. Okay. Like yeah, that, yeah. Hey, that's good stuff, man. Hey, I'm sure she appreciates that. All right, number two. Um, if you are not making music or if you're not making music or songwriting, what's your favorite pastime? I'm playing basketball. Okay. I play four times a week. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm playing basketball somewhere. Nice, nice. All right, ball player. You play yeah. you play ball in high school? No, I didn't. I was I was a rap star. They would they wouldn't have took me serious even if I did. <laughs> <laughs> Word. <laughs> Not wrong with that. That's what's up though, man. Yeah. Ball player over here. All right, good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> question question number three. Um, what's your favorite book? I and mean, I don't read books, man. Uh I think I think my favorite, I'm gonna say the Bible, but I think outside of that, my favorite book I ever read was uh To Kill a Mockingbird, because I had to read it in school and I really yeah. enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Respect. Yeah, yeah. That's a good, that's a good book. All right. Number four. What is uh what's a place, what's on your bucket list? What's a place on your bucket list that you want to visit? The only place I haven't visited that I really want to go to. At least in the, in the country is New York. I ain't never been in New York before. Really? Okay. So I definitely want to go there. 
Yeah, yeah. New York, New York's dope. Just don't go in the wintertime. <laughs> yeah. Please, please. Well, Indiana's please don't. bad. Indiana's bad in the winter, so it can't be no worse uh, than what I already go through here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I went, I think I went, I think I went during the winter too, and it was like a um it was like a wind chill, like n- negative 20. And I was like, this is this was just ridiculous. What am I doing up here? Like, yeah, like no. Nah, yeah, we like, go through this here, so I'm used to that. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. yeah. Man, I went to New York and I went to New York in February and I had my I had my winter coat, my South Carolina winter coat, but that that didn't do it stand no chance in New York, bro. I was like, yo, I'm gonna go buy a new coat while I'm up here. <laughs> so it was it was dope. Um, um yeah, man. All right, man. I, I never been to Indianapolis though. So that's uh I, I gotta put that on my list, places to go. Look, look, I, I give you an idea because the Midwest got the craziest weather in the world. Uh, last week was it about four days ago it was April. It snowed at six a.m. It was snow on the ground. By mm. six p.m. It was seventy degrees outside. Dang! So that, give a, that give you an idea of how bipolar the weather is here, bro. Right, right. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Why is it snowing in April anyway? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, right. <crazy. laughs> All right, man. Last question, man. Number five: Jay Z or Nas? Jay Z. He didn't hesitate. <laughs> he said that quick. Super quick. <laughs> you see, it's, it's crazy you asked. I've mentioned both of these people now. Well, you, y'all mentioned Nas, but Nas and Kendrick give me the same vibe. You know really? what I mean? Like, I, I, I appreciate them, but I never really got into their music. Like, I could never get into their music. And then Jay-Z is like a J. Cole for me. Like, yeah. right. crazy, man. I don't know. Nas and Kendrick give me the same vibe, and Jay-Z and J. Cole give me the vibe, same vibe. And mm. I appreciate J. Cole and Jay-Z's music, but I don't appreciate Kendrick's and Nas's, and I don't understand why I feel like that, because they basically all do the same thing. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's just something about them about them too that just always, I was like, ah, you know what I mean? Like, ah. I can <laughs> I can say, I the reason I can, you know, kind of understand that is I would say I'm the same way. Now, I'm, I rock with Kendrick's music a little bit more, but Nas, I be trying. Like I'll, I'll even go back sir, some days, and you know, some days you're like, I'm craving, I'm craving some, some, some street knowledge. I'm craving some substance from, from like the '90s. So yeah. I'll literally go back and I'll be like, I want to listen to Illmatic. And you know, even though that's such a classic album, there's certain songs of Illmatic I still can't. You know what I mean? Majority of the album is good. Don't get me wrong, but there's still certain songs. And even as he's progressed, there's certain songs where I'm like. What what um what did uh and this is this, no not the Nas but what did um said the entertainer saying like Kings of Comedy he was talking about like um uh Luther Luther Vandross he was like his curl couldn't get quite right that's how I feel <laughs> like you know what I'm saying like when it comes to Nas like that it just won't you know um because he he's such an MC but when it comes to certain things it, like he can connect with some people and some people yeah. he can't you know what I mean I think that's the biggest. The biggest yeah. crazy it's, like, it's, it's, it's nothing whack about it. It's, it's just right. Preference, really, right. it's just comes down exactly. To yeah, exactly. 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 And uh, yeah, I I agree with y'all though. I don't know what it is, but I just like I'll if if Nas drops something, I'll listen to it. But honestly, like right. it's um, his music just it's not entertaining to me. You know what I'm saying? Like so, like I can listen to Cole, and Cole give me. You know, he gave me the the consciousness, but it's also entertaining. You know what I'm saying? And I just don't I don't catch that from Nas. Now Kendrick, I do catch it. Kendrick's music is entertaining to me. Like I can go back and listen to I like all Kendrick stuff. Like Section 80 was dope, you know. Um, of course, uh his his quote unquote debut album. Good Kid Mad City. Good Kid Mad City. Yeah, that's probably still my favorite. Um but you know, all of them, man. It's a pimp butterflies. Yeah, I give Kendrick more play than Nas. I will say that Kendrick got a few songs where I really, I'm like, okay, I'm a fan of this. Yeah. But it just be overall brand of Kendrick that I just can't, I can't buy into. Yeah. Um, yeah. As much as I want to, because he's doing stuff that I really appreciate today. You know, like as far as who he is and how, what he stands on, I appreciate mm-hmm. that. I just can't fake it, bro. You know what I mean? Just like how I said. I, <laughs> How I said I've 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 done show I've done a show with DMX, but I could just never get into his music, man. Like mm. I can't fake it, bro. Yeah, and you know, yeah, and it's, it's to your point. 
it's nothing wrong with that. It's just when it comes down to preference, it's just yeah. like it's not that it's it's not that it's not dope. You know what I mean? It's not that yeah. the music isn't isn't crazy, creative and dope. It's just like you know, everyone has their preference. It's somebody that they relate to more than 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 the yeah, other. So, so. Yeah, much yeah. respect. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. So, uh, bonus bonus question, Skip. I see you got some you got some dope you got dope uh, hoodie on. You got your own merch or what? Bro, I was gonna oh, ask no. about that too, dog. I ain't even gonna <laughs> lie to you. I was like, I need this hoodie, bro. Like, where yeah, you get yeah. this? Nah, see, for my album "You for You," I got a song called "Nap or Nothing." Uh, "Nap or Nothing" is a brand that my 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 guy Maxi uh, he owns. I mean, "Nap or Nothing" really started in the prisons. You know what I mean? It's a saying like Indianapolis versus everybody. But he mm. start he turned it into an actual brand. So uh, "Nap or Nothing" is a clothing store in the city, and uh, I got a song called "Nap or Nothing" on my "You for You" album, where it's basically just talking about. This is all I wear. You know what I mean? The, okay. the local brand, black owned brands. And uh, yeah. so, yeah, this is not for nothing, bro. Uh, yeah, man, they got a lot of dope clothing, bro. They got a whole lot of dope clothing. Majority of everything you see me wear is not for nothing. Okay. Is that the name of the website, too? Yeah. Do you uh, have a website? Not for nothing. Yeah, I think it's not for nothing.com. Yep. All right. So uh, I'll check it out, man. Yeah, you probably want to, you probably want to just lead with the Instagram account because they, they got all the, in, all the info on there. Um, right. I'm pretty, okay. pretty sure it's called Nap or Nothing Shop on Instagram. Okay. I'll yeah. find it. I'll find it. But yeah, I'm going to leave with we'll you anyway. And if I don't find it, I'm going to send you a message. I'm going to like, I, you get that. Because, <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. I I just, I, I think it's, I think, I think it's so dope. You know what I mean? You, uh, you wearing the merchandise. Um, We obviously saw it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's, that's putting the PR out there for that. You know what I'm saying? And it's black owned. Yeah. And I mean, it's just so important for us to put our money back into us. Yeah. Um, and I think we're a lot more conscious to do that now than we were 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think it's just important to continue to put black dollars into, into black pockets. So absolutely. Right. And, you, and yeah. you're putting the city right. on the map. Like you said, man, you're doing right what up. you say you're going to do. That's that, right. Yeah. That's lit, man. Right. So, all right, man, we're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to get ready to get out of here. But before we do, we always ask all our guests to drop a final gem, man. Something uh, that you can lead the people with that that's gonna be lasting for. It. What what's that final gem you can drop for us? Man, I feel like to go back to my album "You for You," man. Uh, in in this world, it's a lot of influences. It's a lot of people of power who do you know certain things that usually leak over into other people's lives and realities and. I think it all comes down to people just wanting to be accepted and validated. But I think through mm-hmm. all of that, you know, you got to always stay true to yourself, man. If, if you're a goofball, be a goofball. You know, if, if you got certain, you know, personal decisions or whatever it may be, sexual preferences, like don't be ashamed of who you are. Be mm-hmm. true to you because it's always a community or, you know, an, an environment that's willing to take you in and, and love you for who you are. Mm-hmm. So don't yeah, be so yeah. caught up in trying to be accepted by certain people or your parents or, you know, a certain group of friends, like just be true to you and trust that the universe take care of the rest, man. Yo, hey, I like Mike. Drop, hey, drop the yeah, mic, drop bro. The mic. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's, that's um, good stuff. That's dope, man. Yeah, I, I, um, I always appreciate that, man. I think it comes down to, um, authenticity. You know what I'm saying? Just being, being you. Um, just being authentic. Uh, to your point. Um, not worrying about what nobody else thinks. Living in your truth. Um, and, and, you know, that allows you to be free, man. I'm not having to worry about who going to accept you and who not. Yeah. Um, if you accept you, that's all that matters. Right. If you love you, you love, you know, you love what you do. You, you know, you are conscious of who you are. <laughs> that's all that matters, man. So thank you. I mean, I, I, for one, going back to what Cam said, we appreciate when we have our guests come on because, um, you, you know, you inspire us as well, um, as, as, as the listeners. So, Man, thanks for giving us that, man. First of all, thanks for coming on. Thank you for your time and the, and the opportunity. You know what I mean? We we it's a pleasure to have you on and to be a guest with us. And um, yeah, man, um, we definitely going to be able to uh, catch up with you soon, man. Um, and uh, and look you up, man. But Cam, go ahead and take us out of here, bro. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Before I do that, though, Skip, give us uh all your your socials and all that. Well, one more time before we leave. Yeah, once again, it's my pleasure to be here. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. But uh, officialskip.com, that's official, skypp.com. I really just encourage y'all to just Google skypp, like rather than trying to go through all the stuff, you know, like I'm the only skypp. 
So yeah, you'll see everything, man. Articles, social media, website, uh, DSPs for music, all of it, man. Just Google it. Yeah, yeah. I bet. Oh, and, and we asked this question earlier. Where did the name come from? Uh, it's, man, I just came up with it. I was having dinner with my mom one night, and I it just came on the fly, honestly, bro. <laughs> it just came right. on the fly. Yeah, okay. no crazy story behind that. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, that's what's up, Not man. even the way of spell? Nah, I mean, I came up with Skip, and then I told her, I'm like, I don't want to spell it like that because everybody spells Skip like that. Let's come up yeah, with a gotcha. spelling. And it was S-K-I-P-P at first, and then I was like, nah, S-K-Y-P-P. You know what yeah. I mean? And that that really struck nerve. I'm like, oh, I like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Let's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like I definitely like the 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 S K Y P P. That's that's much better. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's dope stylized, man. That was up, bro. Worked out. Worked yeah, yeah. Out. But hey, again, man, Skip, we appreciate you. And to all the listeners out there, appreciate y'all listening. You have listened again to the City of Savages podcast. We appreciate y'all and we out. Peace. Yeah.